0: Hello there, you're about to experience the What's Up Church podcast. Can a dude get some Holy Spirit? What's up, church? What is up, church? Oh my gosh, I am jacked up on coffee this morning. Um, motivated and excited to get in here and record and share some thoughts. Um, but first and foremost, how are you all doing? Lovely. That is so lovely. Fantastic. I am a fan of how you're doing. I hope you're all doing well. I truly do, actually. I really do. Hope you're all whoever listens to this, I hope, I hope you are doing well. Like. I hope the Lord's working in your life. Um, I know he's working in mine, but I really, I really hope he's working in yours. Um, whatever that looks like. I just got off the phone with my best friend in Vejas. We haven't spoken. Uh, we don't speak all the time. He's one of those friends where like, I, I joked with them today. I'm like, I still introduce you to my best friend, even though we speak like it's months in between us speaking. Um, but he's the person that, the second we talk there has been no time passed you know what i mean He's one of those people that like i could talk to him now i could in 5 years we could talk and there would be an immediate connection where there's like no time has passed no weirdness no awkwardness just two friends who truly care about each other and i joke because i'm like you i tell him all the time I'm like dude you loved me when i was unlovable when i was at the, my worst of my worst of my worst you're my best friend and you were always there for me and it boggles my mind Boggles my mind that you were you were there for me when you should not. You did had you bowed out at any point in time in our friendship in that season, I you would have been totally warranted. It would have been totally fine. But it's weird he didn't. Um so I love him to death. His family's awesome. It's just uh so it's fun to always talk to 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 him and kind of like just go over what life's like and everything else. It's great. It's weird how our conversations have changed over the decades that we've been friends now. However, um what are we going to talk about today? Dude, so I was reading, it kind of goes back to the gluttony story. I was reading through it and just, man, it baffled my mind as like a point of context in this story. So uh, Eli, the, the, the prophet Eli had his two sons, Hopme and Phineas, who were awful, who were awful, you know? Um, they were temple priests that were taking advantage of all the stuff, jacking food, sleeping with prostitutes. And like, it was just bad, 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 bad. And it's brought to my attention, like, just what is that thing about a consistent theme in the Bible you see? And in life, I would also say is that you see these mighty men and women of God, these mighty leaders of God who have awful children. Like, what is that about? And I say this as someone who is not a parent. I don't have kids i I don't have that relationship in my life, you know. Um, I have been an awful child, so there is that i i i do I do recognize that you know, I went astray, so I'm not judging. The parents necessarily, you know, cause I'm sure, we, I'm sure we don't hear about all the kids that did it well. We don't, you know, they don't, they don't really get much headline time, but you, you hear consistently like throughout the Bible, you know, these amazing ki- parents, theoretically, objectively, or subjectively great parents that have awful kids. You know what I mean? Like it starts with Adam Neap. Cain and Abel. Cain was a savage. (laughs) Cain was a straight-up savage. I mean, you know, and then go ahead and and, and drop it down further. You can do – here, actually, I went online and found a list. You'll love this. You'll love this. All right, right, let's just go and start from Noah. Noah had ham. Ham – and there's some odd verbiage used in that story about how Noah was exposed – To Ham, you know what I mean. Remember, after after the whole boat ride, Noah planted a vineyard and straight up got drunk. Got drunk. Noah went for it. He wanted that vino. And Ham, his eldest, did some inappropriate. Uh, We don't know. I mean, but like some text alludes to the fact there was a possible assault. You know what I'm saying? Yeesh. Yeesh. Um. Uh, so it's just kind of like an, ah. Anyway, there's that. Noah had Ham, um, Abraham obviously, dude. You know, uh, Ishmael was not was not 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 awesome. Um, and he had six other sons with no, no value added, no praise, no significance, no no nothing, no virtue. Um, then you had Lot. Let's just go and talk about Lot, and um, he had. Shady daughters, you know what I mean. That got him drunk and slept. And again, I always go back to that story, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like that whole lot sleeping with his daughters. I don't know that one. That one, I don't know. I don't know. that one. That one baffles me. Oh wait, wait, that wasn't Lot. That was a Judah. Lot did have his his son in laws, and they were they were not great because they wanted to stay in in Sodom. It was Judah, is what I'm thinking of. Judah who slept with his daughters got all drawn. Like, oh man, that one's such a weird one for me. Um, Isaac had Esau, you know, and Esau didn't give a rip about his birthright or, you know, sold his entire birthright for a cup of lentils. Um, hairy man, that's why you can't trust those hairy dudes. Uh, <laughs> and then this gets into the part of where I think it really started like, wow, like crazy, like Eli. Eli was a priest and had two evil sons. Like the Bible gets into it. Like, you know what I mean? They were terrible, but Eli didn't do anything about it. Eli didn't do anything about it. Like he didn't rebuke them. He cautioned them. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I hear all these things, but that was his part. You know, he didn't do anything about it. There was no next step. And that, that baffles me, you know, like, I wasn't, again, my, my, my time away from the faith was literally also time away from my family. Like I was out of the house. You know what I mean? I wasn't there necessarily. And when I was there, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't nearly as bad that way. Um, I wasn't great, but I, I, again, there, I I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to, to, to justify or not justify their behavior. But like, I always worry about that when it comes to like, you know, your spiritual leaders in your life. Like, are they raising good kids? And how important that is in the Bible. Like when they're picking out men, like make sure they have controlled families. Make sure these men have families that are being raised right. That have have children that are that are being raised right. But clearly, you see in the Bible, it's not very easy. Like like clearly, there's so many times where where people who are love God, fear God, all about that, and then boom, they have horrible kids. I mean, horrible. And you're like, how did that miss the like? You know what I mean? Like, how is it entitlement? Is it But my, my dad was raised with all this favor and, 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 and adoration and respect. And so because people honor my father, they give you honor. Like they give kids honor. Like, you know, I want to honor, I want to honor this man. So I'm going to also honor his children as a way of honoring that man or woman, you know, whatever, insert, insert the person of honor. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to understand the psychology behind that where you have like an, an Eli who had two awful sons and then he had Samuel. And Samuel saw Eli, was raised by Eli kind of, you know what I mean? And that whole, like, you know, was, was and saw the awfulness and saw how Eli and his sons and all that life ended literally on, you know, when uh, his two sons took the Ark out into the battle against the Philistines, got murdered. Fat Eli, who became a glutton in life, let's didn't talk about that, but, you know, became a glutton in life. Can you tell? Cause he stopped living for the things that were of God and just kind of let his sons do whatever. And he just gained weight and the fat of all the people fell and broke his neck. His daughter-in-law died during childbirth and gave, you know what I mean? Like it's just a tragedy all because of what they were, you know what I mean? Again, could have easily been corrected. Had Eli kind of stepped in with his two sons, but Samuel saw that and he did the exact same thing. Like history repeated itself. Samuel, had two sons, much like Eli's sons, like still bad. Son. Like, like, like Samuel, wait a second. Dude, didn't you just see, did you not just see what happened to, to Eli, your mentor? And you're just going to like, 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 I, not, like it has to be something to that. There has to be something that these parents are not seeing. They're blind to it's denial. I, I don't know, but it's crazy. That that's what you, you get. Baffles me. Totally baffles me. Um, honestly. I can't, I can't figure it out. I was like, ah, um, you know, David, dude, he had a a ton of bad sons. You know, even Solomon like lived, like, like brought so much idolatry into the house. of Like like Solomon could be the, the, the ground zero for the next hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of Israel's struggles with idolatry because he marries all these people and brings them in and brings in all their things. I'm not bl- blaming at the feet of Solomon, but you know, like David had no good sons. Absalom tried to kill him. Solomon had to run Reckshaw through all, his, all of his his siblings when he got into power. You know what I mean? Like lay on some law. Like so David, David, a man of his own heart couldn't correct his sons. Like, you know what I mean? Had unruly sons. And it's like it's because you're in a place of such privilege and honor and 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 just I don't, I don't know. Is that what it is? Like, you see it, you know, you see it all the time. Solomon, he didn't have any good children. Um, Uzziah, I'm sorry, Jotham, who had Ahaz, was a very wicked king. Um, and Hezekiah, who was one of the best kings. One of Judah's best kings had Manasseh, arguably one of the worst. Like what? What some most would say it was the worst king of Judah was Manasseh, and that was his son. Went from the best to the worst. Like you know, what I mean, like like what a crazy dichotomy, you know? And then my favorite book of the Bible. I just finished on this one. It's Job. Job had ten children that he would make sacrifices for because they liked to party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Job would go and make sacrifices and praise the Lord in 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 intercession for his kids. Who like to tear it up? You know what I mean? Like to get a little rowdy in the party. I mean, literally, they're all at a house party when they got destroyed. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's it's crazy to, to hear all that. It's crazy to see that. And then you, you see it in today, right? It's very easy to do a, an apples to apples comparison. These entitled kids, and we, we have these, like these, you know, the rich kids of Instagram or blah, blah, blah. We have all these kids who didn't earn it. They are born into it. They never earned it. They don't understand the value of effort. Like it's an expectation, you know. Which is it, it it's crazy. So I, we only have the really great model of, of God and Jesus. And I don't know, maybe that's the whole point of it. We have a perfect example of a of a of an amazing father who who had a perfectly obedient son to the point of death, a perfectly obedient son. And there's no other example like that. We don't have, our world doesn't have examples like that. We don't have fathers that love like that. And we don't have sons that are obedient like that. I wasn't obedient like that. And my father didn't love like that. You know, we have no, there's no, there's no worldly comparison to that relationship between the father and the son. And, you know, he wasn't going after his own kingdom. He was going after his father's kingdom. He wasn't walking in any other authority, but the, the the authority his father had given him. And I And I think that's maybe it. I think there's a lot to be said when it comes to, you know, like <clears throat> there is an entitlement that kids get when they're in their parents' house. And so that also rolls over professionally like say you own a business and your kid shows up well people are going to treat your kid a certain way when they're the son of the business owner it's only natural like you're not going to crap on the the owner's kid you know and then nepotism I mean, obviously that's that's what really it boils down to is nepotism where like that kid gets puts puts in a place of honor privilege position that they probably haven't deserved there's probably someone in the, in the, in that room that deserves it more than they do. There's probably someone in the business that would be more fit for that, but that is the owner's prerogative to place their son in a position because I'm, you know, you want your lineage to take it over. Is that always the best decision for the business? No, many times it's not many times. There is much better people, but a lot of times it isn't though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like small family businesses that, that are ran by the family and then repeated, like the next generation takes it over. That's, those are amazing stories. Those are amazing stories, you know, but you'll also get some dude that's been like the back chef of those restaurants for 30 years and he'll never be the owner. You know, he'll be the, he'll be the guy that makes it amazing. Like his technique, his recipes and everything else. But the, the, the kids will take over and like manage and da, 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 You'll see that. It's a large, it's it's a broad stroke analogy of what I'm talking about, but like, I've seen in many occasions, I've had the privilege or whatever to be in a lot of corporate environments where the nepotism was an absolute plague. People were being promoted because who they knew, not what they knew. And that's the way the world works. You know, like, like, I'm sorry. It is you, I have a business. I'm going to hire people that are in my circle that I trust. They might not have the greatest skill set for what I'm looking for technically, but I need to trust them. And, you know, there, there is a level to that. Obviously I'm not just putting any old Jack and Jill into a situation to fail and then be shocked when they don't do the job I need. But, you know, you look for someone that has the, the, the skill sets, moderate low skill sets that also are in your circle of trust or in your, in, in your, in your, you know, sphere of influence. But we, we, so often we put people in positions that are not qualified and then are shocked when they are. But the, the reason I go back to like the kid's side is because I feel like kids are raised in these environments of influence or wealth. So they see the, how their parents are treated and they assume they'll be treated the same way without any of the backstory of how their parents got there. Like the hours their parents spent, the, all those things. Like I always laugh at, I don't laugh at, that's not, that's not the right phrase. i always makes me laugh when people look at these billionaires with these big companies and just act like that happened. like, Like, oh, that just happened. And as someone who who has been blessed enough to be in business and see it, that is not the case. We never see the grind. It's never talked about. It's never shown. You know, like we don't talk about Jeff Bezos pouring himself into his Amazon business in his garage by himself when it was an online bookstore. We don't see that. We don't see him absolutely grinding to make this thing profitable, to make this thing successful, to figure out a way to market, to figure out a way to, 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 solve problems for shipping. Just, you know what I mean? Like we never saw anything that we just all of a sudden wake up one day and we've got Amazon and he's worth a trillion dollars. And we're like, this guy, oh, this guy, you know, and you're like, whoa, that didn't just happen. Yeah. You know, a 20 year overnight success. You know what I mean? One of those situations, like, what are you talking about? Like Bill Gates, like again, love him or hate him and, and there's a lot of reasons to to object, but like, dude, the the grind to get that business going, dude, that, that was significant. Like these amazing business leaders. And I heard someone talk about it the other day, like, like uh, Sean Foyt was actually preaching a sermon the other day and he was talked about it. He's like, oh, isn't it's unbelievable these guys, the the no quit attitude they had to be successful to make it. To not give up and they weren't even men or women of faith and you're like imagine if the body of christ had that same tenacity that these people do what 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 the kingdom would look like i mean these people don't even have faith they don't have anything else but they have they have that never say quit never say die mentality that they will not abandon and because of that they have this unbelievable success and now influence, and they can do these things in the world. And it's like the body of Christ doesn't have any of that. Like the body of Christ is, is in many ways, like the, the, the spoiled children. Like we have this expectation that it should just be, there should be no struggle. It should just be there. Like my father is this, I, I, you know, I, and it's like, well, man, are are we living a life? Are we doing what we need to be doing? Are we hustling? Are we grinding? Are we doing the things in ministry, the things in faith, the things in the word? Or are we like the, the 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 children of Eli? Like you know, that's a brutal thing to ask yourself as as a collective, as an ecclesia. You know, where are we on this on this this line of like good children to awful children? Where are we at? Like, are we expecting because of our position, because of whatever, are we expecting some kind of solution? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I I think about that for a long time. I was a I was a, a a child of Eli. You know, I I lived a very worldly life. I was doing all the wrong things. You know, and thank the Lord for grace, forgiveness, restoration. Like, bro, like all those things are amazing. But I was definitely in that season. You know, thank thank the Lord. It was just a season, but. What is it, you know what I mean? Like, let's go ahead and take a bold look at ourselves. And so I was just looking at the all these fathers, these men of faith, these judges, these prophets that had awful kids. Like, the, the next generation was just terrible. And it concerns me of like, well, what, what, what was going on there that isn't, like, you know, I mean, that still exists today. Like that still exists today. You see it in a lot of different things, but you also see it in faith. You see it in PKs, preacher's kids. You know what I mean? They, and I, that's a baffler too. Like you'll have these, is it because the minute, like, I don't know. Like you see a lot of good kids. Like, you know, you don't hear about them again. The people that are doing well, you don't really hear about unless they kind of stay, step into a, a stage, not a stage, into like a mantle or a, a position that gives them a platform. However, but most of them, you know, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak on people I don't know. But man, you hear about it when the kids drop off. I mean, you see it when kids just are like, whoa, dude, that is not a not a chip off the old block. That's for sure. Like, wow, the anointing really skipped a gen. If you know what I'm saying. Um, but like, why is why is that? Is that is that a parental fault? Is that a parental fault? Is that them not pouring into their children the way they should? Is that a you know, I don't know. I, I do not know. But it makes me think about it. It's like, man, you, you know, I look at my wife and her son and he's awesome. You know, he's awesome. He's a great young man. Um, and he's becoming a better young man. You know, I don't 100% agree with all of his decisions, but that's because I was raised with a different set of priorities. But that doesn't mean that he's not a great young man you know it's just like i i would do things differently but you know my opinion of five dollars would will buy you a cup of coffee you know what i'm saying um but i i i still approve and i i i i have nothing but amazing thoughts and beliefs on what that young man's going to accomplish in his life you know and he's surrounded by faith he's surrounded by his mother his grandfather and people that are just believing and praying and 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 doing the right things for him spiritually so, and I, and I believe there's a path forward for him. That's amazing. It's going to be, you know, awesome. If he so chooses, if he so chooses, it's all there for him. I look at my nephews, you know, River and Josiah, um, you know, they're being raised in a church and I hope that they're being, that the, the, the Holy spirit is getting into them. I hope that they're being prayed over. I, 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 I know that. I don't pray for them nearly enough, which is my fault. And I need to do better at that. But like, I'm excited for the journey that they're going to take, you know, like my brother and I had a a unique upbringing and my brother has adjusted his style of parenting based on the style that we received good and bad. You know what I mean? There were pros and cons. Let's not, it wasn't all gravy. It wasn't all, it wasn't all sour milk. Um, So I'm really excited to see how they grow up. I don't get to see it because I'm obviously in Texas. They're in, they're in San Diego, and so I don't see them all the time. But I'm, I'm really excited to see those two young men become amazing men of faith. Whether that becomes faith in ministry or faith in the real world, workplace, you know what I mean? Just seeing them become amazing men of faith that love God, that chase after the things of God and his kingdom and move forward. And it's like, man, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see that so excited to see that and, i don't know I, and i just, i just think about all throughout the bible there's so many examples of where 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 it didn't work where kids went sideways and we don't hear any redemption story you know what i mean like especially the sons of eli dude they should have murked on the battlefield like the audacity to grab the ark and bring it out as your ace and up your sleeve i'm gonna win this battle not loving the Lord, not fearing the Lord, not having a relationship with the Lord, but thinking He's your your superpower that you don't have to have to worry about. He's just a tool that you bring out of your toolbox whenever you want to win something. Like, hey, like wake up, God, fix this real fast. Battle, all right now. Now go back to your room. That mentality is what they had with the Lord. Like, oh, I'm going to live however I want to live, and then oh shoot, we're losing a battle. Hold on, let me let me wake up the old God. Get them out there. All right, go do it. Hey, woo, get out there. Go, win, win the battle. They, they actually had that thought. They had that thought. And we have that thought. So often, we live our lives, however, and then like the second it goes sideways, like, Lord, hey, where are you at, dude? Come fix this mess. <laughs> I don't honor you with my time. I don't honor you with my thoughts. I don't honor you with dang near anything. But where are you at? Bless this mess. Oh my gosh, that's so many it's been me so many times in my life. Where I've been like, oh lord, you know, so many times I was I used to drive home from in Vegas like broke, broke, broke. I just gambled everything to my name. You know what I mean? Like I I've done that so many times. Then I'd be like crying out to the Lord, like, Lord, like, uh, help, help, Lord. And then like the next second I get money, am like right back at it? I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. Oh, man. But is that a, you know, again, I don't know. I don't know if that's something that. <sighs> I was just reading like all of Eli's, the, 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 Eli's sons, man. They just baffled me how bad they were, but it more baffled me about how complacent Eli was about it. Like you only see of one confrontation. You don't see anything else. He kind of just is like, whatever, dude, my sight has gone bad. I'm getting real fat. You know, that's where my priorities have, have, have shifted. Like I, I no longer have the desire to like, you know I mean? I didn't finish the race. That's what, that's what, I think that's what it was. It's like, he didn't finish the race. He didn't keep fighting for what the priorities of God were. He resigned it to his kids. They were awful. And he's like, well, you know, you know hey, those kids are bad. Even when he got them, like the, the prophecy from Samuel, when he had the dreams and God's like, Samuel, Samuel, and he's like, go to sleep. Like, even when he finally got that prophecy, he's like, well, you know, that's what it is. Like, like what do you mean? Like, 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 there was a moment to course correct. There was a moment to fight for your faith, to fight for what was right with God, to repent. To to do anything. And he and he's kind of like, it's like well, you know, I guess that's what's gonna happen. It's like, what? Dude, you're Eli. You're Eli. You're Eli. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, oh, you're gonna go sit on the gate? You're gonna go sit at the gate and just kind of chill and get fatter? While your your sons are just having all sorts of awfulness. Like, where was that spirit to finish the race? To finish the good work that the Lord started in you, you know what I mean? Like to, like the desire to be in his will throughout that, that, that inability to accept that kind of perversion in his house, in your family, in your lineage, like the, the people that you would put in charge over the people, you had left them in a horrific spot. Where was that pushback? And there was none. He just goes like, all right, well, you know, the God's going to do what God's going to do. It's like, Man, like, are we that complete? Like, I don't want to be in a plot, in a spot mentally, where I'm just like, all right, Lord, you know, whatever. Like, no, I want, I want to fight tooth and nail to be like, uh, do I need to repent? Do I need to be praying differently? Do I like, like, Lord, use me, but don't let me get to a spot where I just, I, I'm complacent or just don't care or it's no longer a priority. Your, your, your kingdom is no longer a priority. Your will is no longer a priority. It's just whatever. It's a, it's i hey, I'm doing, what I'm doing whatever. Like, Oh my gosh, that seems like a, a nightmare that I do not want. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't, I, 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 man, I think about that. Can you imagine? I mean, I know I did, I had that, but like, I, I, I can't imagine going back to a spot where, where, where he's no longer important. Even when I like go like a day or two without reading the word or I have a lull where I'm not like on fire the way I used to be, I I, immediately I'm like, what's going on? Like, why am I not? Why is there not a desire? Like how quickly that, that light can dim, how quickly you can go from like, he's the focus to like, you get distracted and then it becomes a burden to get back into it. Isn't that weird? Like how our flesh just does that. It just pulls us away. And like, you know, we, we can. We can tell ourselves there's other priorities, there's other focus, but at any point in time, they're more important than him. It's like, what are we talking about? You know, I don't want to be a son of Eli. I don't want to be just taking for granted my position, taking for granted the, the, the grace and love that I've been given and just abusing it. I don't want to do that. Ugh. Anyway, so this is the uplifting podcast that you're always used to. Just great stories about joy, joy, joy. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I hope it was some food for thought. Um, I hope you're not a child of Eli. Son of Eli, that'd be pretty brutal. Daughter of Eli. Um, anyway, you guys are awesome. I will hopefully have another one of these next week. All right. Bye. You have been listening to What's Up Church Podcast. Just know you are cooler than all your friends that didn't